tell me if this sounds like you. Ditching the rat race for financial freedom is your rally cry. Shaking off the hustle and grind mentality for time freedom makes you want to do a little dance. Creating a life where your money makes more money for you, now that's your jam. Why figure all of this out? More time with loved ones and the ability to make a meaningful difference in your world. Now that's what drives you. My name is Jenny Townsend. Now, let's up level. What's up, Podcast Nation? Jenny Townsend here. Thanks for joining me for another episode. So here is a question that I get a lot when I am talking with people who are very genuinely interested in bringing a short-term rental to their income portfolio. Here's the question. Can I buy a short-term rental with no money down? And there are so many different ways to answer this question. And so what I thought I would do is kind of create a choose your own adventure. I have five different scenarios that I'll walk you through with one example house to show you that it really is unlimited, the amount of options out there to be able to help you get access to income from a short-term rental and how it could be closer than you might have imagined before. So with that in mind, here are the parameters. Here's the, the supposition I'll be working with as we talk through these five different options. I am using the example of a $250,000 house. I know not every area offers $250,000 houses. So if you live on either coast or if you live in the San Francisco Bay area where we used to live, you can't even get a subpar plot of land for $250,000. But we just have to choose a number, right? And that's a pretty average number across the United States of houses that can be for sale. So the first option is not actually buying a short-term rental, but it is gaining access to revenue from a short-term rental. And it is co-hosting. And if you're not familiar with co-hosting, it is essentially you approach someone who has a short-term rental on Airbnb. Now VRBO doesn't offer this, at least at this time. Who knows, that may change, but this is an Airbnb-specific strategy. If you approach someone who already has a rental and say, hey, would you be open to me you know, communicating with guests and managing this listing and doing the price optimization and all of that for a percentage of proceeds? And this is very viable because if you were to look at long-term rentals versus short-term rentals, as I've discussed in a few previous episodes, the cash flow, the really the margin for bringing on, this isn't quite a property manager, but it's, it's like a property manager light. There's so much more margin in the short-term rental market for this kind of a fee. I'm air quoting from the perspective of the, of the owner, right? And if like on a long-term rental, you know, getting a hundred or $200 a month cash flow is pretty standard and widely accepted. But with a short-term rental, I mean, you could be netting, um, the owner could be netting something like $2,500 a month cash flow. And that's very, very realistic. So if you were to offer, Hey, you know, for 10% of the gross or 15% of gross, whatever, I will take this on. You could realize, you know, at least a couple hundred dollars a month for your time. And what I love about this is no, you don't actually own this property. 
but you also don't have any risk. So if you are wanting to kind of dip the toes in the water and see if you like this whole short-term rental market, this is a great way to see how the sausage is made. <laughs> Essentially, you're getting paid to do a trial run. So you can see what's involved. You can see the inner workings. But again, like I said, there really was no risk to get involved. Now, obviously, you want to be excellent at what you do. And another thing that I really like about this model is the co-host is aligned with the owner. Like the co-host gets paid more if they can help get more bookings. And so their motivation is to be able to get more bookings, right? And so there's, there's a lot of alignment and good things happen when all parties are aligned. So that is the first option, co-hosting. It's zero down because you're not actually buying it, but you're gaining access to some of the funds each month from a short-term rental. Okay. So there really is, like I said, I just want to reiterate, there is a way to get into the short-term rental market with zero money down. Now, the second one is one that is very common. I feel like I hear a lot kind of out there online with, with gaining access to more Airbnb properties. And that is uh, from a rental perspective, or it's often called rental arbitrage, where you secure a, a long-term rental agreement with a landlord, obviously letting them know your intention to make it a short-term rental. And then you furnish it and list it on Airbnb pretty dang common out there in the marketplace that's being taught. Okay. And so the costs for doing this rental arbitrage, and again, I'm using a $250,000 house as an example, the rent I am supposing is $1,500. So that is $200 above their, the mortgage. And I used, I picked a state with their property taxes and such so $1,500 would net the, the long-term rental landlord $200 a month. So I figured that's a very realistic rent on this house. So to get into the property using rental arbitrage, first and last month's rent, all right, that is $3,000, as well as a security deposit, which is oftentimes one month rent. I know there are some areas like Chicago, that maybe even all of Illinois, but I know at least Chicago, there are no security deposits. And so there may be other parts of the country that are no security deposits, but I'm just going to, I know it is rather common throughout the United States. So that's why I've included it in this calculation. And so that brings the total, no, you're, you don't own this short-term rental, but the total to gain access to the property to gain control of the property to be able to list it on Airbnb is $4,500, okay? So again, co-hosting is zero to get in. Rental arbitrage in this scenario is $4,500 to get in. Now let's move to the third option. And I like that I called it an option just now. It is actually a lease option. And if you are not familiar with it, it is a really interesting way, I think, to gain control of a property to put it on Airbnb with a lower out-of-pocket deposit. And so if you're not familiar with lease options, the idea is it's kind of like a lease to own or rent to own. So when you engage with one of this contract with a seller, you are paying a lease for a given amount of time, and that's determined up front. So let's say it's three years. 
I've heard five years is pretty common right now. And at the end of that lease term, you have the option to purchase it. And the purchase price is determined when you first sign the lease. So in this case, in this scenario, we're going to say it was a $250,000 house. And so the lease option would be rental for that three to five years. And then again, at the end of that term, a $250,000 purchase. But to get into the property, to be able to gain control of the property, it is pretty common to have a 3% option deposit. And that 3% does go towards the purchase price at the end if you do purchase. Typically, the contract would state clearly whether it goes towards a down payment or not. And so 3% of the home's value in this scenario of the $250,000 house is $7,500 or $7,500, okay? So that is the third option, a lease option, $7,500. But what I really like about this, just so you know, is we're now moving into an equity play. We're now moving into a a net worth play that I've talked about on previous podcasts, but the first two options, you don't, there's no equity involved because there is no intention for you to purchase the property. But I really do like that this third option, and I'll tell you more about the fourth and fifth option, your Airbnb guests will help you pay down the mortgage. So every month your net worth will increase, you know, a few hundred dollars. And with the, you know, assuming over the long term housing prices continue to go up. And yes, that is in part due to inflation, but that is also in part due to the area. I really like these multiple levers of wealth development. So not only are you getting the cash flow from your your Airbnb guests, but they are helping you to pay down your mortgage and the home will appreciate. So hopefully the goal is that in the three to five years when your lease option has run its course, that the home would be worth more than $250,000, but you have secured the option to buy it at $250,000. Really powerful, right? Okay, so again, the option deposit, is typically 3%. So on this home, that would be $7,500. And then option number four, or the fourth way to be able to get into a property is seller financing. And you know this, every situation is different, period, in real estate, right? There's no super cookie cutter deal ever. But the idea behind seller financing is typically the current owner, the seller owns it outright because oftentimes if there's a transfer of ownership, it triggers a pay in full clause. So that's when the mortgage becomes due. And so in order to avoid that situation, seller financing does work really well with a property that's owned outright. So there is no mortgage on the property. And so the seller effectively can become the bank And like I said, every situation is different, but coming to the table with a 10% deposit is not uncommon. So in this scenario, that 10% deposit, that 10% down payment would be $25,000 on this $250,000 house. Okay. And then the fifth option is more traditional financing. 
And here in the United States, oftentimes that can be 20% to even 25% down because typically the low down payment loan options are typically saved for primary residences, which I mean, it makes sense, right? We want, we want our fellow men and women to be able to become homeowners, right? Like that's increased stability in our communities and in our economy. So that is a very good thing, but it does, you know, require us investors to think differently at times to be able to actually gain the properties that we want for the cash flow, for the net worth, for the, you know, the tax advantages and all of that. So traditional financing 20% down on a property that is $250,000, that is $50,000. And then 25% down is $62,500. So So this is kind of your choose your own adventure scenario. So you know what your goals are. You know your situation. And again, I'm going to just run down all five of these different options in this choose your own adventure to compare the numbers because I'm a very visual processor when I can see things that's when I can understand them. So for any of you out there and you're looking like, okay, I just want to write this down to see it. Co-hosting is zero down because you don't, you're not even renting the property, let alone buying the property, but you're still gaining access to some of the cash flow from the property. So that is a way to get into this economy co-hosting zero down. Then second is doing the rental arbitrage method that is pretty commonly preached out there right now. And that is first and last month's rent and a security deposit for $4,500. Then there is the lease option. So it's the lease to own or rent to own model with a 3% option deposit that is $7,500 down. The fourth one is seller financing, which we took a very typical 10%. It, that's just, it's not uncommon for that to be a down payment. And that's $25,000. And then there is traditional financing, which can be 20 to 25% down, which would be in this case, in this scenario, 50,000 to $62,500 down. Okay. So bottom line, by the way, there is always a way. There is really no wrong way. It's all about what works best for you, your current situation, and your goals. And I also think it's worth mentioning that seven out of 10 millionaires here in the United States are millionaires thanks to real estate. I'm going to say that again. Seven out of 10 millionaires in the United States are millionaires thanks to real estate. I'm here to tell you success leaves clues. And honestly, this is why I wake up early to record these podcasts. I believe that short-term rentals are a very powerful and accessible way to gain financial independence, to actually get into the real estate market in a way that is generous from a cash flow perspective, but then also you have all of the other benefits of real estate. So like the net worth and the tax advantages and all of that. It's so good. And I think it is one of the best ways to gain financial independence and leave a legacy. 
And you know what? I have created a step-by-step roadmap to help you finally have a profitable short-term rental. And if you haven't heard me talk about it in previous episodes, it's called the Six-Figure Vacation Rental Roadmap, How to Find, Furnish, and Fill a Profitable Short-Term Rental. And if you want all the details on all the goodies that are involved and included, hop over to JennyTownsend.com rental. But you know, just as I mentioned in this episode, there are five kind of potential on-ramps for gaining control of a property or being able to realize some of the profits from a short-term rental. There are also a couple of different ways to walk through this program. One of them is going through this program, this roadmap, right? But let's say perhaps this is you. You know that this is your time, but you want more customized access to your mentor, to me. And if you've been thinking, you know what, I would love that, but I just want to be able to talk one-on-one. I've done courses before and I just know I do better when I, when I have the coaching involved. And so I've been thinking about this for some time. And you know what? I can take on one one-to-one client to personally walk you through this process. So if this is for you, if you feel like, yes, I can do this with a roadmap, with a one-on-one mentor, yes, I can absolutely make this happen, then I'm going to invite you to book a call at talkwithjenny.com and let's see if this is a good fit. But remember, I can only take one of these one-on-one clients. So either way, I am here for you. I am cheering you on. And I've created this roadmap just for you and your family. So thank you again for joining me. And until next time, continue to be up and to the right.